This is another podcast of David and Sherry Burns from Long Lane Honeybee Farms. I'm sitting here in front of the fireplace with my wife, Sherry. Hello, Sherry. Hello, David. <laughs> it's been a long time. I don't know how long. It's been it's been a long time. Don't you think it's been a couple of years, probably? Well, we shouldn't say that because nobody really knows. We could just say... Oh, that's true. We could just say... Here we are with a much-awaited podcast. Here we are. Here we are, are, just for you. This is our weekly fireside chat. It is, yeah. We're sitting in front of a roaring fire. And for those of you listening by the podcast, you cannot see our fireplace. But those of you watching our vlog, which is a combination of our podcast and our video, you can see the fireplace. Or, you know, the people who are just listening to the podcast could go and turn on one of those... Those oh. computer programs that just has the logs, yeah. and imagine we're sitting there in front of that, in front of their computer. Do you remember last year? This our children did that. We went. No, oh, maybe it's been a couple of years, but they we went to their house and they had the TV set on with a fireplace burning. <laughs> they still the do that. They still do that. And I don't know if I ever told you this, but two two years ago, maybe it's been three years ago, when our son Seth was in Afghanistan. We sent he was there for Christmas, and so we sent him a Kindle for his Christmas present. And I had preloaded on that Kindle those fire logs burning. Oh, I do remember and, that. And so he yeah. sat there in the in the in the barracks and in a hot desert in the in the desert and yeah. watched the. I th- it was cold that year though. It, it oh was yeah, it was. He did it. Yeah, I saw the snow. Yeah, wow. Well, so every time we. Go out there and answer the phones in our offices. Inevitably, throughout the day, we will have one or two people say, "I love your podcast. I, I think they're so great." You're, you're, yeah, when you shake the <laughs> Sherry was shaking my tripod, so so they shake, they shake, shake. they they say, "Oh, I love your podcast." And I was telling Sherry that I, every time somebody says that, I get sort of like, "What's the word?" I feel guilty that we haven't, we don't make one every yeah. day. Oh, yeah, because people will tell us, oh, you know, I, I drive from Kentucky to Chicago every day, and I just sit there and I listen to you the whole way to Chicago and the whole way back. And we've actually had people who said, um, you know, that they've been undergoing medical treatments, and they would sit and they would listen to the podcast. Yeah. And then, yeah. We, and then we had that whole group of uh, military guys that called us at one time mm-hmm. and said that, and I, I believe they were in Afghanistan at the time there, too, mm-hmm. and they were just sitting around, and they would listen to our podcast, mm-hmm. you know, in the evening. And so. then other people say, when are you going to make a new one? And we're like, oh, I know, we need to. And so we decided to make one. And, and here it is. And here it is. This is a uh, very boring at this point, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know but we are making one. And I don't think content means anything to people. I sure hope not. <laughs> I don't wow. Think, I don't think anybody cares what we're talking well, this about. This is a beekeeping podcast, so we should say something about beekeeping. But this is January. Okay, let's get the beekeeping stuff out of the way. Uh, nothing goes on in January in an apiary. Nothing goes on in in a bee yard. No, very quiet. Let's see. There was Very a new cold. cold and quiet and rainy, snowy. Well, it is this year. Yeah. It is. It's 50 degrees today for January yep. the 8th. That's yeah. very unusual for Illinois. Now, there's a new study that just came out uh, a couple of days ago. I forget. It was either by the EPA or the USDA about 
like neonicotinoids or pesticides on bees, if it's harming bees or not. I apologize for not knowing which um, outfit did the study. But I think it was EPA. Yeah. But anyway, they determined that these pesticides on farm chemical, these farm chemical pesticides only hurt bees on cotton and citric, like fruit trees, I guess. Citrus. Mm-hmm. Citrus, yeah. Mm-hmm. And not on corn and beans. And so when I first read that, my... I, I was like, uh, duh. <laughs> I Why tried. would it be going corn? Yeah, yeah. So it, it all it all had Filled to do with... corn. Filled corn. Yeah. Now, they do go on sweet corn. Yeah. So it all has to do with where bees are landing, right? Yeah. If bees aren't landing, I mean, I, you know, if Pesticides we... Pesticides would be good on just a lot of things, yeah. you know, so if the bees aren't going to it. A good way to look at it, if, you know, our playground, we have the play set outside that Christian plays on, the wooden play set. If we sprayed pesticide on it, it wouldn't hurt the bees. It wouldn't hurt the bees. Because the bees aren't getting It is good for it. bees to go to a play set. So, I don't know. I, I need to read the study and talk to some of my friends about it. But So, if the bees aren't getting into the pesticide, if, it's on, if they're not going to corn and beans and not getting into it, but they are getting into it on cotton and citrus, shouldn't it... Still, shouldn't the EPA or whoever it is say, oh, that's because bees are getting into it. But it seemed like the article that I read, the way I read it was, the jury is still out because it doesn't hurt bees when it's when bees go to corn and beans or, you know, it's so, I don't know. But Around here they don't. Around they don't. Here, they don't go they on don't. field corn, they don't go on the soybeans. I've wanted to establish clear evidence that bees go to sweet corn, or, I'm sorry, soybeans. But I can't. I have walked out in the soybean fields and looked for bees. I yeah. last year I found one, and I think she was just lost. <laughs> she, <laughs> she was not out there. <laughs> you know, there was no bees going on the soybeans. I don't know. I'm more surrounded by soybeans. Yeah. I, our bees. I don't know if our bees going out there. But didn't you say it was also because of the way the bloom is? You know, it's down inside the plant, and they don't spend any time, right? You know, maneuvering their way down in there to yeah. try to find that when there's so much other stuff, they they just the know. foliage is so you know green, yes. and the flowers are small now. They're very small. Oh, they are. Oh, tiny, and I think that's all been altered over the years a little bit. But it's just not. Uh, now, some people are going to call us and write us. And, yeah, yeah. and say, oh, I, no, sure they're great. true in some areas. Some places. And with yep. certain sorts of seed. And certain soils make a difference. The pH in sure. soil and all that. So we're not going to rule out soybeans, but we are soybeans around my place. But, I mean, the citrus trees, we can't get citrus without honeybees. Right. So, I mean, yeah. they're covered. You know, they're covering the blooms on citrus, citrus, tree, citrus trees. And yep. I don't know anything about cotton, though. But you grew up around cotton. Mm-hmm. My mom and dad worked the cotton fields by hand so, in the 30s. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, they, yeah, they probably a little bit older than that, weren't they? they yeah, were they, yeah, the they, they, yeah, they were probably so maybe in, the in the 40s. 40s. Yeah. yeah. So they went out. So, but I don't, I don't even think I know what a cotton plant looks like. Oh, yeah, you do. We've seen it when we go to Arkansas. I've seen it with the white, yeah. fluffy stuff already. Oh, like I've after it dies the plant off, with yeah. the flower. I don't, I, yeah. Is it a little flower? Is it a? Do you see? Can you see it flowering? Like you can citrus trees, you can see those flowering. But I mean, is it? 
I think it so. Must, it must be more visible than soybeans. We apologize. We, we, <laughs> We're not botanists here. We go to we go, a... <laughs> we go to department stores and buy cotton jeans and cotton shirts, cotton sheets. We think cotton comes from a store. That's right. That's right. Cotton comes from a store. One time they asked Christian. No, was it Seth? I think it was Seth. They were giving him one of those tests, like a kindergarten test, see if he was, you know, ready to go to kindergarten or something. I don't remember, but they they <laughs> they did ask him where where to where ketchup where, where ketchup, ketchup came from. So where does ketchup come from? And the answer apparently was tomato, but he said the store. The store. And his answer was correct. Ketchup comes from a store. I mean, I know a lot yeah. of women who do make ketchup, but yeah. a six-year-old knows that ketchup comes from a store. He was he was younger than that. I mean, well, yeah, he was. He was younger. He was younger than, than, he than was six. Probably five. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was. He was young. Yeah, he was just barely five. Hey, Christian, come here a minute. Oh, wow! <laughs> That's why we replaced the carpet the first time, right? Uh-huh, right. So, uh, where does where does ketchup come from? Oh, tomato! See? All right. When you're eight because years old, because he's eight, he knows yeah. that now. But where does that where does apple juice come from? Oh, he's he's on. He knows it all. Okay, all right. I'm blocking our view of the fire. Ooh. Do you or, see? Do you see it? <laughs> no, that's okay. I'll think up some more maybe. Uh, you know, Sherry. Uh, anyway, so I'm glad we're doing this podcast, and and I'm glad we talked about honeybees a little bit. Well, yeah, and the but the other study that came out, um, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to say that it came out recently, but the reason it came to the forefront recently is because we were talking a lot about condensation in hives in the winter time, and a lot of condensation in the hives being one of the biggest reasons for hive failure in the winter time, and people just don't even understand that they don't even realize bees have to be dry. <laughs> they don't realize what goes inside of a hive in the winter time, and you know, all those little bodies are creating all this moisture the heat is creating all this moisture uh mm-hmm. creating this condensation which can rain down on the bees and so um you know we have a product that helps to cut that condensation quite a bit our winter be kinds but this study that was done was done by the usda and they were talking about how um all this condensation they believe is also leading to the proliferation of mites oh yeah inside of a hive yep and so cutting out that condensation that humidity getting that humidity out of a hive is going to help with the mite issue too so there yeah that's a twofer yeah on this podcast now two studies now for a threefer a threefer (laughs) you a uh, reefer (laughs) no not a reefer a threefer not a griefer no a threefer would you want to talk about the little thing you put in? I forget. You know the name of it. The brood. Uh, Broodminder. I don't know what the website is. Um, because it was developed by an individual that has a lot of other products. And I, I think it's under his other products. You need to come back with that. But I bet you could Google Broodminder. And Broodminder is an app. It's a chip that you put inside your hive to uh, determine what the humidity is inside of a hive. Barbecue or vinegar okay. salt chip? What? You said it's a chip you put in your hive, like a barbecue potato chip, a salt and vinegar chip. Oh, my gosh. No, it's no, not one no, of those kind of chips. No, it's a computer chippy dewy. Oh, okay. Thing. Yeah, computer okay. chip. And um, it, it has an app that goes with it, and so it will read 
you can you know you just check your app on your smartphone and as it's a Bluetooth so um, you know you can just look at it on your phone to see what kind of humidity is going on inside the hive so you know what you need to do to it but anyway we had um, um, the fellow that that made these just like I said, just Google and you'll be he able invented to find them. Many, yeah, right. Created, <clears throat> created the concept or whatever. So yeah. we had one of our customers got one of these brood minders and put it inside his hive. And then he used our winter bekinds that we have. So when he put the brood minder in, the humidity was 100% humidity. And this is probably the month of December, I would say. I think so. 100% uh, humidity, put that winter bekind in there. Um, and within 24 hours, it had dropped all the way down to 60%. Humidity. 60% humidity. But the temperature went up drastically. He told me that. I, I, yeah, but was it inside the hive or outside the hive? Oh, no, inside the hive. The inside hive, the hive? The hive temperature. Are you serious? Inside I, the hive? I thought he meant outside. Well, the winter bee kind can't raise the temperature outside the hive. <laughs> <laughs> if we did, we would sell those to everyday people in the wintertime. <clears throat> Warm up your yard with it, a winter Are you kind. cold? Is it winter and you're cold? Just get a winter be, hot, be kind and wrap yeah. around your... You know, it increased... I didn't, mean that it was, I didn't mean that the winter be kind had anything to do with the temperature on the outside. I just thought he was saying, and for your information, at the same time, the outside temperature oh. went up. No, he said it... In, <laughs> now, he said that he thought it was because... Where the sensor was, that maybe the cluster moved closer to the sensor going to the winter be kind food. So uh -huh. that might have made the temperature go up higher. Well, the temperature but, went up from, <clears throat> do you remember? I do not. I do it, not it went up from 40 to 70. Inside the hive? That would make sense if the cluster moved if upward. the cluster now. moved up. However, you know, bees are a lot like us. They, they make heat by eating. They have to have food... To generate movement to eat or to, to vibrate to make heat. So, like, after you eat a meal, your body gets hotter. You know, you just have... I'm looking up at Christian. I, we have an audience. You are so. hot. I mean, when, after you eat, you, yeah. you do look very hot. <laughs> you said you were hotter, and I agree uh, with you. You are hotter. Before I eat, I'm not hot looking. Because <laughs> I'm angry. I got, like, I want to eat. I'm hungry. I, I'm hungry. I Everybody do. Everybody mellows <clears throat> out after a meal around here. No, really. So. It, before, you know, when I'm hungry, I'm not nice to be around. I try to contain my irritability, but I can get irritable if I'm hungry. Well, yeah, your blood sugar drops. We don't know that it drops, but that's just an assumption. <laughs> All you do is Everybody's <laughs> blood sugar drops. All you do is go, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> okay, so anyway, huh. back to the brood minder. Is that what it's called? Brood minder. So we don't want to promote that because it's, I mean, I don't. I'm okay promoting it, but I don't want to use that as a scientific study that everybody jumps on. Oh, because, you mean just the one customer? Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to really do a, a thorough data study on it, you'd have to have 100 hives with, right, one blind right, study, right, 100 right, hives right, right, right. out. All hives had to be equal. Right, right. And, but there's, there's no other explanation, though, for a drop in humidity in 24 hours. That's correct. Yeah. You know. Oh, and it's because you know, it's because see the winter bee kind. It's when you put it on top of a beehive, it the 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 sugar absorbs a large amount of of the moisture, and then the bees eating it generate more heat. So it does. I mean, what he said was accurate. I've known that for years. 
the sugar absorbs moisture in the hive, and then the bees can more readily eat it. I've promoted that for a long time. So, yeah, that's that's cool. That's good. Maybe we can have him talk about that one time. Yeah. We sold a lot of winter bee kinds this year. Yes, we have. <laughs> wow. 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 A lot of winter bee kinds. That's why we're now sitting in front of the fire doing nothing. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. Because we're so tired. Oh, you know, on the vlog, they're watching me hold this phone. I didn't realize that. This is actually recording our MP3 so file. So we're recording, this we're is the audio, and yeah. podcasting at the same time. So we're like Rush Limbaugh. Mm-hmm. Rush Limbaugh records his podcast or audio in. Oh, there's a lot of people that That's do That's a lot of people that oh, do that. Oh, there's a lot of people that you see. So we're just now getting up with time. In a, in a radio station. And okay. There's That's a lot cool. of people. Yeah, so we're we're just getting with it. So this is a new podcast. It's for January the 8th, uh, 2016. 2016. Maybe we'll so, do this more regularly. So this is our 10-year anniversary for our business. Mm-hmm. 10-year ten ten anniversary. Years, 10 years this year. A decade. It, it doesn't seem like 10 years. It, nope. It went pretty fast. It fast. I'm going to give it another 10. <laughs> yeah, we can do it another 10 probably. Good, we'll be good, good. old people in 10 years, David. Yeah, I'm old. I feel old we now. We both have okay. in January. Uh, yeah, January the 20th. You already had yours. I already had mine. Yeah. Yours is coming up. So we're old people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel old, but it looks like that when I look at my camera and see my face in there. Like, oh, my gosh, I'm my dad. You know, you, you know that, that salt and pepper you bought with your hair has it on Wow. <laughs> no one so, probably heard that. Yeah, so if you didn't hear that, Christian said the salt and pepper that David has is in his hair. It's kind of heavy on the salt. Heavy on the salt. Heavy on the salt, folks. And for those of you that don't know what that means, that means that some people's hair is salt and pepper, you know, kind of gray and their natural color. And so he was saying I'm heavy on the gray side. I think they got that, probably. You could have somebody listening that's 12 years old and they've never heard of that salt and pepper phrase. <clears throat> I guess, except an eight-year-old just said it. So. Oh, and and for. The <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> so also. Are you are you getting tired of sitting? This arm is holding me up. So. <clears throat> also. Sherry also. Sherry was telling me how good apples were for you, just in case. Oh, apples are wonderful for you. And bees pollinate apples. They're they're the main pollinators. Yeah. Bees for apples in the yeah. United States. So if you see that I'm distracted with my mouth, it's because when I ate that apple, I got a piece of apple between two molars back there. <laughs> <laughs> On the podcast, you wouldn't see that. You, you, you want you want a floss stick? Not now. Not now. <clears throat> I will when we're done, but it just really bugs you when you get something between your teeth. Your, your tongue cannot leave it alone. But the apple peel is the best part, so just think of it that way. They say it's good for your teeth and gums, and that's why. It, it goes places where... Only a dental hygienist would dare go. <laughs> wow. 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 Who are the Oh, we don't know. Quiet on the audience out there. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Peanut uh, gallery, hush. The audience is hackling us. Is that the right word, hackling? Uh, it's heckling. Oh, heckling. Isn't it heckling? I think it's heckling. I think it is heckling. If we are the audience, <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Oh, so talking about, I want to say one thing. Now, Sherry's leaving the scene of the video. But I want to say that in our audios, I'm convinced that Sherry is the one that everyone listens to, not David. 
don't think that's true. I mean, there are some people that tune in because they know that, oh, David's going to say something cool about bees. Let's hear what it is and get all this other talk out of the way. But then there's most people are like, man, Sherry is so funny. We want to hear Sherry talk. Maybe. No. I don't know. So just. I don't know. So for, to satisfy all those who love to listen to Sherry tell stories, mm. you've got to tell the recent story of, of a weird catastrophic event that took place in our store with two customers. <laughs> the weirdest thing. Oh, my well, let, let me set the stage. Let me set the stage. All so right, set the stage. Our, our little store is just, you know, right here on our near our facilities. And those of you that have been there, you know, it's not huge. It's just a little store where we sell things. But it's a quaint, quiet peaceful little store you know it's just nothing goes on much there just quiet all right you can take it from there (laughs) it is is quiet it's very quiet so this particular day we had uh two customers in the store there were various children i think running around and and so i was helping both of them kind of simultaneously do different things and um i had to step out of the store for a little bit and get something for somebody. And when I came back, it was total chaos. I mean, it was, you wouldn't believe what happened, but apparently the, 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 the lady was looking at a poster that I had on the wall. And so she needed to move the, the jacket um, display rack. She needed to move that jacket display rack out of the way because she wanted to take a picture oh, yeah, of that yeah, poster. Yeah. So when she grabbed a hold of that display rack, she actually pulled up on it, and yeah. it came apart. <laughs> and so she was, <laughs> and it was heavy, yeah, wasn't it? It was heavy. It had like twenty jackets and twenty bee jackets. On it. Yeah. And she, was, <laughs> and she, she couldn't she couldn't hold it up, and she didn't want to drop it or anything. And so she was like this, and she was going, "Help me, help me!" Well, the other gentleman that was in the room. He turned around and said, oh, okay, I'll help you. Well, he went to help her, and we have a black dog, and the black dog was laying on a black mat, and he didn't see the black dog (laughs) on the black mat. So he (laughs) fell over the black dog, Uh and he was just sprawled out on the floor. So I walked in here, and people go, help me, help me. And I walked in, and here was this grown man just sprawled out on the floor, and I didn't know what was wrong with him. And a lady holding a jacket and <laughs> like this. And I was just like, I didn't know who to help first. I, I didn't know what had happened while well, because I was only gone like two minutes, yeah. and, and just it just completely fell apart at that, that point. Was so it funny. was funny. It was, it was one funny. of those you had to be there to had see. To it was there. hilarious. Yeah, it was hilarious, and everybody was embarrassed, and you know, it's just like whatever. <laughs> And the funny thing was that, well, the nice thing was nobody was hurt. The, no, you know, the no, guy, they were all laughing oh, too. Oh, yeah. The guy was, was a real tough, muscular guy that fell down. He, he didn't get hurt or anything. And it was just a funny event. Uh, things like that go on occasionally. And that would have made a good video, flaw, a video well, I, blog. I don't know about blog. that, but. Yeah. That's true. Blog. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we need to wrap this up for two reasons. Uh, one, our fire is about to die out. Aww. And two, uh, we need to make a video vlog. I'm sorry, I said that wrong. A vlog. A, yeah. It's a video, video blog or a vlog. A vlog. Yeah. 
So I need to get it out there so you can all listen to it. Oh, and you mean you need to edit? Yeah, we need right. to edit and all. I won't have to heavily edit it. Can I say one more quick thing about the vlog? It has, it has really been good for me because it's teaching me a lot of editing skills. And I'm learning from a, when I look at, you know, like right now when I'm looking at the camera, I, 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 I'm, I'm discovering that it's tempting for me to look at the screen rather than the, the lens. <laughs> so little things like that. It's going to be really good by the time December gets here, you know, 12 months from now. The videos will look really cool. Because I'm, lear- yeah, I'm look, learning. They'll get better. Yeah, they'll get better. It's yeah. the same way with everything, with yeah. our business, yeah. raising kids. You know, you just get better as time goes on. I don't know. Did I get better raising kids? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's good. Well, you should have lots of kids, right? <laughs> Finally, that last <laughs> one. You know. No, all of our kids were good. are great. Yeah. 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 They're all good kids. Um, let's see. The other thing about a vlog <laughs> is that um, it's... It's difficult for me to decide what to capture each day because we do so much. And some of the things we do, I think, is boring. And I don't know whether to put it on the video or not, you know. But you that are watching our vlogs should write to us and ask us a question. And then we can read it. Oh, we can answer your questions. Yeah, hold this for a minute. I think I got one nearby. Oh, talk to everybody while I'm gone. Okay. <laughs> I'm supposed to talk to you as David walks away to get the questions that must be in the other room. No, I don't know. I don't know what James you're talking about. You mean Jim? Oh, I took that back in the store a long time ago. Week, a week ago. Oh, yeah, I don't know where it is. Okay, okay. Well, anyway, so we do get a lot of letters. We, we, do, we do get a lot of letters. We get a lot of letters from people. A lot of them we stick up on the wall, and other people from all over the U.S. Yeah. read them. And so you could get your name stuck on our wall. That's right. Here in Illinois, and yep. somebody from California would read it. So you can send us pictures, you know, of your beehive, or the your kids, family, right. your kids, the whatever. kids, kids draw pictures. We can hold them up and say, "Look, here's something from Sarah in Alabama." Yay, Sarah! Thanks yeah. for writing to us. Oh, so you want to have like a mail time, is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. All right. You hear that? Mail time. Mail time. Christian could bring us a big bag of mail from all of our viewers, and we could even our audio people, right? Yeah, they can say, "Oh, I'll write them." Yeah. Yep. How do they get stuff to us, though? I'll put it up on the screen, like people point, like, see, you can see it right here. They point and say it's going to be right, and then it never is. I know. That's what I can't figure out. Why do they do that? You know, they say, you know, something's down here, you'll see it down here, and, and you, you never, never see do it, it down there. <laughs> <laughs> but if David forgets to do that, yeah. you know, which I can see why it would be easy to forget, it's always on our website at honeybeesonline.com, our addresses. The address. What if they uh-huh. email us? That's kind of bad. Can they email us? Well, it's hard to email us just because we get so many emails That's and, what I'm saying, and yeah. we lose them all and they go in spam boxes. And But if you want to try to email us, you can, right? Sure. I don't know. What one you what would you use? I don't know. I don't know either. What email address? Maybe we'll have to get a new one. <gasps> we could. We, we could, could call just it for mail. Mail time at, at honeybeesonline.com. Honeybeesonline.com. Yeah. yeah, we could do that. That would be good. All right. 
Would it I, be M-A-L-E or M-A-I-L? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's M-A-I-L, maybe. <laughs> All right. So okay. that's it for us. Fire's dying down, and so are we. We're getting tired. And uh, But, hey, thanks for watching us. Keep, in, keep getting more subscribers. I'm trying to get 50,000 subscribers by the end of the year. And I'm up to like 5,007 or something like that. Oh. Well, that wouldn't be bad. That wouldn't be no. hard. I've been at 5,000 for a long time, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what okay. we're going to do. Spur you on. <laughs> to spur you on. That's See right. See you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>